Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend is one of those great examples of, hey, if they did all that and ended up as a saint, I'm well on my way to sainthood too. She lived unmarried with a man for nine years, had a child, was led into the forest by her dog, became a nun, and founded a hospital and religious community. Well, let's find out how this wild journey began and ended, and all the things in between, with our new friend, St. Margaret of Cortona. Margaret was born in a small community called Laviano in Tuscany, Italy in the year 1247. When she was just seven years old, Margaret's mother died and her father remarried only two years later. Based on what we know, it doesn't seem like there was a whole lot of love happening between Margaret and her stepmother, and Margaret was one of those kinds of people, even at the age of nine, who craved constant love and attention. When Margaret was about 16, going on 17, she met a young military horseman. Though Margaret in her writings never tells us his name, many think that it was the son of the Lord of Valiano, Guglielmo di Pecora. Regardless of his identity, Margaret and her horse-riding lover fled in the night, intending to be together. For about nine years, they lived together in his castle near Montepulciano just about halfway between Florence and Rome. Margaret continuously asked her lover if they could get married, since the very Catholic Italian community saw them living together outside of marriage as a sin. He always promised that they would get married very soon, but the time never came. What did come was a son, born of the two unmarried Italians, though Margaret claimed that she didn't always consent to her lover's advances willingly. But she remained with the man. She was very focused on helping the poor during this time of her life, giving large sums of money to programs meant to help the homeless and food to those hungry on the streets. She often went to quiet places around the castle and surrounding area to pray and dream about living a life of virtue within the love of God, unlike her current situation. At one point, her neighbors told her to pray more because her soul was in danger due to her living arrangements, but Margaret told them not to worry because she would die as a saint, and so she prayed for purity in her life. But not just yet, because she was kind of okay with living in a big castle with everything she could want, despite living in sin in the eyes of the church. Well, God had other plans for Margaret. At one point, her lover had gone on a trip to another town with his favorite dog, while Margaret and their son remained at home. At the time the man was supposed to return, she saw his dog come out of the forest, but the father of her child was not with his companion. She followed the dog back into the forest and found her lover dead, killed by someone with no trace as to who it was. Margaret blamed herself for the life he had led and began to hate herself. 
she returned all the jewelry and property he had given her to his family and left the castle to return to her father and stepmother's house. Her father would have taken her back in a sort of prodigal daughter moment, but his wife refused to let Margaret into their home, and she and her son were left alone on the street. She considered turning to prostitution as a means of survival, but as she prayed, a voice told her to go to the Franciscan friars in Cortona, not too far away, and ask for spiritual direction. When she arrived, two women saw her and her son and took them into their home, eventually introducing Margaret to the Franciscan friars at the church of San Francesco, St. Francis if your Italian is rusty. For three years, Margaret really struggled with the temptation to return to her worldly life as she had lived before, but the temptations only fueled her more toward the realization of her need to enter into consecrated life. She was unsurprisingly intense in her conversion, often giving herself severe punishments and fasting constantly, often only eating bread and herbs. Many times, her Franciscan spiritual advisors had to step in and tell her to lighten up. After three years with the Franciscans, Margaret was permitted to join the Third Order of St. Francis, and while living in poverty and prayer, she heard the voice of Jesus ask her, What is it that you wish for, Pavarella? Using a word meaning poor girl, she answered that she wanted nothing but Jesus. She continued to hear Jesus' voice, and he always referred to her as Pavarella. She grew more and more detached from the world around her and drew herself into seclusion. That said, she also worked to get the city of Cortona to build a hospital for the poor, found nurses to work at the hospital, and created a group of consecrated religious sisters called the Pavarella. She even, more than once, made a public spectacle of the local bishop, Guglielmo Ubertini Pazzi, because he lived more like a prince than as a shepherd of the people. Margaret died on February 22nd in the year 1297, after a life of 50 years, and having experienced a dramatic conversion of heart, like that of our previous saint friend, Paul. The church has celebrated her feast every year on the anniversary of her death since Pope Benedict XIII, who you may remember from our All Souls Day special as one of only two papal servants of God, declared her as a saint on May 16th of 1728. Thanks for joining me today as we talked about the woman who learned that all she really wanted was Jesus, St. Margaret of Cortona. Just a reminder to leave us a review. Reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on social media at saintfriendspod. Of course, you can always visit us at our website, saintfriends.com. Finally, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. Margaret spent much of her later life asking for forgiveness for the way she had lived her earlier days. May we not be afraid to ask forgiveness from those in our own lives who we have wronged, including God. Let us together follow the advice of our new saint friend, that all we really need is Jesus. We say together, Saint Margaret of Cortona, pray for us. <laughs>